Yo, what's up and happening? Yo, it yo. is another episode of Don't Be the Animals Podcast with your host, James, and I'm with my cousin John, aka DJ Dafe. We're reviewing CEO 2019 Daytona. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks you for joining us. We are exhausted after a fun-filled weekend in Daytona. Me and DJ Daffy explore the fun, exciting world of fighting games and wrestling where we are going to talk about our thoughts our feelings our experience in this year's ceo fighting game tournament slash our review of aew's second pay-per-view fighter fest so yeah hey you're back again Second episode. Full of You're back to the the <clears throat> podcasting world. Excited? Extremely. Did you have a good time? I actually did. It was different. It was different. Very different. It was different indeed. Um, so basically, uh, you got into town, picked you up, and uh, then we pretty much head straight out to Daytona, which isn't very far from Orlando. Um, the trip was nice and smooth. I enjoyed it. Basically, we've been... This is how many times have you been to CEO? It's my third. So CEO stands for Community Effort Orlando. And uh, I've been going... This is my... That was my sixth CEO. And this is the 10th year of them doing it. Me only list missing last year, which was the first year that they moved it to Daytona Ocean Center, um, which is a convention center right near the beach boy <laughs> so um we uh basically got to experience um this new atmosphere for the first time and uh i give it uh an a-okay i think it's cool i like the area we unfortunately um very last minute decided to go to this show so it wasn't a bad last minute though. no it wasn't um basically because like last year I didn't go because I that was I moved here, uh, and you know priorities and decisions will pay a moving truck or you know pay for hotels and stuff like this. We broke. <laughs> yeah, so we you know we scrounged up a little bit of money and did this last minute planning to go into this trip. Kind of worked out. I think it did. I mean, like we pretty much just kind of made it work we got a hotel 15 minutes away from the event which is not bad at all like we got there real smoothly and you know it was a good time good times to be had so basically we're just gonna kind of run through uh it's not gonna be a crazily long episode it's just basic you know just us putting together our thoughts and feelings on what happened at ceo uh 2019 slash um a pretty much we'll go run through the fight card of aew's uh event fighter fest which was you know it was kind of cross promotion between the two things which is crazy because um for those who don't know the ceos has a uh really good history 
of being one of those fighting game tournaments that likes to uh, cross over worlds with uh, it, it not very long into it being a major fighting game tournament that happened yearly that they incorporated um, a wrestling ring for where the competitors fight it out in video games inside a actual wrestling ring and projected on a huge screen for everybody to enjoy and then the wrestling ring came into intros and then intros turned into actual you know entrances along with you know like the entrance stage to 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 coinc alongside the the enter entering of the ring and then from that it, it actually turned into hey kenny omega a big star from new japan pro wrestling comes to these events and basically all of a sudden one year in daytona last year they're like hey we're gonna put on a wrestling event on top of it so they actually have live wrestling so the dream has become a reality and now you have the guy who puts together the tournament actually wrestling in one of the matches in this year's aew fighter fest which was pretty badass but uh like always if you guys follow along and watch uh or listen to rather uh the podcast uh you know that we do our video roundup and this year we're keeping it all themed because like i said well this year this episode we're keeping it all themed where um we pretty much will put something that has to do with ceo so give me the controller please sir we've queued up something that happened now unfortunately this usually i always compete into in uh ceo that's one of the great things about uh fighting games uh and especially these tournaments it's a really good opportunity to mesh with all the community you know people in the fighting game community so you play against a lot of people that you uh you find to be extremely amazing at these games and you have no reason to you know just put the money down and you can actually play games with them and try to win this tournament so if you feel like you're good at fighting games then what a greater what a better opportunity than just to enter a tournament and just see how good you are i mean i would personally start with my own like locals first before you would just jump into a major tournament but hey it, why not start big you know so this is something that happened that i got on like my my news feed that happened because unfortunately believe it or not john and i were kind of like because i wasn't actually competing this year in any of the fighting game tournaments john wasn't competing in the fighting game tournaments this year so we were going to um just Spectate. basically enjoy ourselves spectators spectate go around uh but for the most part we were just more excited to be in a new area in daytona and we were more, like excited for the wrestling i unfortunately haven't been in the fighting game scene for a while i used to go to locals very often and you know so i did see some familiar faces people i've met along you know along the years but you know i don't play these games anymore which you know who knows i might change my mind but um anyway there was a clip that happened so mortal kombat would would have been the game that i played the new mortal kombat which looks awesome and uh so in this one we have um the clip of we got daddy versus scar and supposedly it goes a little something like this so we have 
daddy taking a round against another competitor named Scar. And uh, his Sub-Zero beat Scar's Scorpion. And this is what happens. So, and then daddy gets up and he is heated. He is tough. This long haired dude is just yelling in this guy's face. He's trembling. He won the game and he's just like so angry at the guy he beat. I guess they have some sort of heated history. And now this guy just puts his middle finger up in his face. They're putting middle fingers up in each other's face. This is like, you think that this is actually the wrestling match. Like they should have been on AEW's fight card, I think. They should have had these two guys go at it in the wrestling ring. It's heated. You ever seen that? Not at all, but uh, I'm pretty sure someone was going to swing. But Right. It got to a moment where you were convinced that somebody was going to swing. I give them props for, I mean, at least for Scar. He actually kept it cool. I mean, what would you have done if you got bodied because <laughs> Scar got lost to 2-0 and then your opponent that beats you gets up in your face and just starts raging Ooh. was that a rate that was a nerd rage that right was there? a rage was that, that was, nerd rage it was a rage i've never seen anybody rage from winning before <laughs> so it's like a win rage yeah well they well they call it a pop-off pop off. well you definitely popped off and knowing my character and uh just my overall uh rage i can get in video games mm-hmm I think I would initiate the push. Maybe not so punch him a swing because I am on camera. Yeah. But. Like a little had, a little get out of my had face. Technic- See, the fact that I knew there was a camera there, I would have used technicality. Mm-hmm. Like his hair and his shoulder touched me. So I initiate that. You'd be like, touch. you touched me first. That's you touched ex- me first. And check the camera. Your That's breath right. was touching my face. Yeah. And you know what? Don't forget that spit is also an assault yeah so i saw a so spit going a little on bit because he's like fuck you and a little bit of like you piece of shit and yeah, then he's like yeah, a little bit yeah. in the eye like ah yeah like every time you say fuck i felt like it was like sylvester cursing you out <laughs> so that's assault already and he took assault and um i felt like it was a hate crime yeah <laughs> but i think i would initiate well the push. i i mean i give scar a lot of credit for keeping his cool and then slowly lifting up that metal finger to his face like fuck you you can take this with you yeah bitch and he yes. was, but he was angry like like i don't know i think he said something about his uh, mother <laughs> i don't know because i that's the only way i would rage like you know your mother's buffalo. fat what i'll kill you <laughs> yeah buffalo definitely like had the double metal fingers up in his face and just, he was mad he was angry there's a lot of heat and, and, and... It's like, I don't even think the eight-minute version would even matter because... No, that would have been the match. It was personal. It would have been the match. It was personal. I believe that he was mad. We just saw the end part. We didn't see. But it was obviously a mop because he, he yeah. Buffalo beat him 2-0. But he was obviously mad about something else. This was personal, guys. Yeah. He must have got him pissed off over Twitter or something. Believe it's probably something like that. It was probably beef. some shit, shit talking beef. I mean, I can further in, but I, like I said, I haven't been into this fighting game community for a while. But it was nice. So going, going to there and having, uh, having taken a break, I mean, made me realize a couple things. Like, you know, I, am I still into fighting games? I, I think I am. I have always found it entertaining to watch. I mean. It is something that I feel like I need to compete in in order to really be 
more invested in it and not having competed this year made me kind of like not even really watch too many fights like we were well, for the most part like okay so let's let's just span it out our day um you arrive friday the first day of the uh, event the event's three days it's friday through sunday so you arrive the first day um and uh it started already so like by the time i picked you up from the bus it was like uh it, the event already is already an hour in so we were just chilling finally make our way out to uh daytona uh get our check into our hotel then drive over to the event get our badges what'd you think of like because because before it was held actually in orlando and you know you've been there two years i love before. orlando yeah Shout me too to like the the it was held in the windham on i drive and uh that venue definitely like being at that venue from like its early its infancy into what it is now uh this venue is huge uh it can hold a lot of people and that was one thing that was noticeable especially during the last year of being at ceo in uh orlando was that it was getting kind of crowded and uh it was i think <laughs> i think the only thing about the orlando one especially yeah. that smash brothers room man no the ddr room. no 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 oh, a lot no, of the one, years oh, before smash well there was like three different smash tournaments point right but they had them all sanctioned off into another with no fan yeah so they have like different fighting games and people are into i think the fighting game community even though it's all the same type of games one-on-one -on -one competitor games um they are sanctioned off into like little groups you have your your Capcom fighting games with, you know, the Street Fighters and, you know, the the Marvel versus Capcoms and all that. And then you have your NetherRealm games with your Injustice and, and Mortal Kombat. You have your Anime Fighters with Dragon Ball Z Fighters, your Blaze Blues, your Guilty Gears. Guilty Gear. And then you have your Smash Brothers <laughs> players. That's crazy. So they play, you know, the Nintendos and the Pokémon tournaments and all that. They're... An interesting bunch. At least in the prior years, having hygiene was an issue. Like thing is, it's far. it's people no, forget. it stank. Oh no, but people also forget that when it comes to Smash Brothers, it's like a long tournament. Like there's a lot. Of oh, because it's like the nerds highest. just running around. I'm Pikachu. I'm Smash Brothers this year was the biggest tournament at CEO. Was the last one that they showed. I mean, it's been big in general, regardless yeah. if it has to be the biggest or not. Like. It usually goes on for a while because it's so many people competing in it. It's like it's actually intimidating the bracket you have to surpass just to even be on top ten. Yeah, and it's, it's usually the same people that win anyway, though. Yeah, but imagine how many games or unnecessary games you have to play, whether you're good or not. It's just how many people you have to. But go that's through. that's part of the fun. Like I said, sometimes if you can get an early admission and you want to register to get into one of these fighting games, I suggest it. Because the fact is this, you can totally get yourself into one of these games and then just kind of like, just enjoy yourself and like waiting in line and like, not waiting in line, but waiting to see who, what pool you're in and then being a part of a tournament bracket and then being next, know, sitting yeah. down, performing, do, I mean, doing what you can and try to win. Even if you lose, you're like, you know what, I, I was... You're, that's one of the days you're like you're busy you know you're busy you're doing something and i think us not entering a tournament kind of like did that for us like we kind of just was like you know we're just gonna do whatever so on top of that so as soon as we go in we get we uh we got our passes 
well, we find a place to get our passes and then um, we start venturing off. So it's this year is is in the uh, ocean uh, ocean center and on Daytona and on the beach. So it is huge in there. Like space wise, not an issue. I don't really feel claustrophobic like at all. Like only on the line. On, but that that doesn't that count. part was that crazy. doesn't count. No, well, I'm talking night, about. Spacious. I'm talking about just in general, like the amount of people that were there. Like I wasn't at no point. I'm just like, geez, like man, walking through a Costco's. Yeah, it was like big. that open, so yeah. you're good. Also, uh, so they had multiple little parts and rooms and stuff. Like they had a lot of panels, uh, uh, meet and greets, uh, podcasts going on in panel rooms, which is awesome. Uh, they also had uh, Jabali Land. <laughs> Because the name of the promoter that put it all together, his name is Alex Jabali. He's also uh, a Twitch emoji. He's also a meme with the term Jabated. If you don't know what those are, look it up because I don't feel like explaining nerd shit to you people. <laughs> it's complicated. Also the CEO. And it only just exposes myself as more of a nerd. What happened? Also the CEO of CEO. That's right. That's correct. And... Uh, so basically, he just brands everything underneath his name as a, you know, it's a joke, you know, like his, it like almost like a, you know, uh, uh, what's it? yeah, like a, like a he has a superiority uh, complex where he just like has to brand his name on everything. Like what they did have food in this, um, in this uh, location and uh, like they had like bootleg, like chicken, fried chicken and stuff. And then they, they named it uh jfc jibeli fried chicken and it showed him as the colonel like he had a little like an icon of him as the colonel they had that's pretty funny they had a little bit of they had like a chipotle knockoff they called it chipotle which i thought was cute and funny it worked out yeah it was good i there's just like these little things that i'm just like ah look at them look, the, look at them go so the main room in the main room it had uh, a lot of the artist vendors and the uh vendor vendors are selling uh lots of merchandise and stuff we had uh tons of bead art uh just posters uh, what you call it those body pillows they were selling stuffed animals they were selling controllers buttons for your controllers custom controllers fight sticks um old school games oh yes they'd even had uh retro retro games cybertron was out there yep cybertron games is local over here uh it's a retro gaming store they Um, had the red bull van they had a red bull uh truck truck or bus rather and then it had a bunch of like games in there uh what was it samsung was the one of the main sponsors so the samsung had a huge area um (laughs) yeah so like it's very like i mean if you've ever been to like a comic convention it's way more crowded but i feel like again that just the amount of vendors and the amount of spacing was just perfect the only thing i would add on to that would be throughout the years that i've went to Hmm. i felt like the amount or the number of vendors that used to be there has minimized a little bit more you say that because it's in a bigger area Honestly, I can count. Same, it's the same amount. If anything, it's more. I don't feel like you didn't feel it because you were in a bigger spot. I guess. I mean, I just felt like there was just more of everything there. There was like more t shirt spots. Like, I felt like there was just like 
a couple of them. And then there were, you know. But how many t-shirt spots do you need? I need variety. I need at least five of them. Uh-huh. There was maybe three. I don't know. I need a solid five. I need options. Okay. Because there I was like, like five. I can name five. No, you can't. Yes, I can. So you have the CEO actual mm-hmm. merchandise. Then you had the other booth with those showing throwback CEO stuff. Then you had the stuff from gaming generation. Same. It wasn't the same oh, though. Okay, yeah, same. Because you have this year's stuff, which was this year's uh, hoodies and da da da. You know, hoodies and t-shirts and then tank you had tops. The other guy where Kenny Omega was at. Okay. Then you had the AEW merchandise. So that's four. Because there was also, so you had the the new CEO stuff, the old I CEO stuff, the uh, the the wrestling stuff, the gaming generation stuff. That other booth that that dude had custom stuff at had shirts that you saw I that guess. toe jam and other jacket. Maybe, maybe, maybe I just. It's because it's an a actual appropriate sized venue that it doesn't seem as much, and I do understand what you're saying because I feel the same way too, kind of. But I understood, and I was okay with it because I'd rather have more space to breathe than be, you know, because we were in a tighter spot when we were in this hotel. Um, you know, everything was tighter, so it just seemed like there was a lot more. Uh, here, it's just they had leg room, you know, you could stretch out and there's a lot of everything. I did notice one thing that that they increased. They had a lot of sidebars. Oh, that's another thing too, because it's in a and it's in a bigger spot. You know, they had more spots yeah, where you they didn't can get have like, that much alcohol around the other events. Last yeah, they sold like they sold alcohol at this drinks. event, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. The Orlando one was just like more. I mean, adults go. It there. could have been the way that the internet worked. I mean, not the internet. The uh, the way that the hotel works. At I there. love it. That's awesome. And the hotel couldn't like have that yeah. type of thing. I mean, I'm pro alcohol. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we know because we know. were we oh, we were well well taking advantage of uh, all that. Uh, That's good. Uh, that stuff at the venue. Um. So we go there. Then that was the main room, and on top of that, then also in that main room was the uh was the um the fighting game uh, pools that were happening, and they f- can fit every single fighting game in there. They had. All the pools for Smash Brothers. They had all the pools for uh, Tekken and and. For the most part, so, they were organized on that part. Like they. Well, I we weren't in any of the pools, so we don't know how smoothly they went. I'm assuming everything went smoothly because it just seemed like everything was just way more spread out. They had like a like they had like a control. They always had like a mother base or a control center. Where yeah. they had it, and it was huge, and it was like in the middle. There was a lot of tables there, yeah, and it was just so much. And like and then they had right giant there. screen TVs where you can sit and watch people who are on stream, and just it, it was it was awesome. I think it was well. I, again, I think my only deep regret is not being uh, overly into fighting games as much as I used to with actually playing them like every day and really trying to get good or going out to locals and like meeting people that's my only kind of like regret uh coming into this year's ceo is just not being so involved into the fighting game community i think we just have to be more prepared like the last couple of trips we we honestly knew we were going and like that's like yeah this one we didn't think we were going until probably yeah. a month before where we're like yeah Literally. let's go uh, the biggest drive of us wanting to go was pretty much the wrestling. Well, my biggest drive was the wrestling event. Yeah. 
So um, keep, just keeping on with the CEO and then we'll switch up to the, what happened at uh, Fighter Fest. So the day one, so then you had that and then they had another, they had the panels uh, that we walked by. We didn't really sit in on any, any of them. And then there was, uh, what did they call it? Ninjas Dancing Storm or something Storm, Stormbreaker. I don't know. It was this one room. It was just it was a bunch of DDRs and in the groove machines. So oh like the first day gosh. though wasn't terrible. No, it was nice. The first day we went into that that room and saw all the dance dance machines and all the people playing. It looked cool. Again, I used to play back in the day, but I never played the way that people play it now or people play it usually. Yeah, I don't hold the test. bar and then like touch every button like i want to dance at my dance dance game you know what i mean like what the hell is the point it's called dance dance not hold the bar and look like you're spazzing yeah i hate that's like your feet are having a seizure yeah i mean i get it great you could touch all the buttons it's very impressive but at the same note it would be just as impressive if you sat on a keyboard and just typed on the buttons granted it's harder to do on your feet you have more energy but again the what, what i'm looking at is not Fun. shit it's kind of shit you're just it's like holding on to a holy shit bar and just nobody's like, impressed i'm not know, impressed that's just me what i like is with people who actually play an easier song and actually bust out some dance moves yeah. that's way more entertaining than somebody like you know spinning <laughs> around and doing a little two-step little shuffle but um yeah Nobody has fun with games anymore. They just compete. It's very yes, I, and that's one of the things that like really sucks out like you know the energy. So last minute while I was there, uh, there was something that I you know if you guys know because I've explained it on a previous episode that I do fancy myself a Tetris fan, and then I found to be a Tetris tournament uh that was happening at ceo and i and i and i'm not used to being at ceo and not competing at all so i decided to enter um puyo 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 tetris puyo puyo tetris is like a modified tetris they didn't have regular tetris if they did i would go into that but knowing what i know now i might have not have done that even because i am better than anybody i know in real life like friends wise like if people i work with and people i know just general like i will beat the living shit out of anybody in tetris and that one chinese kid too yeah so i i'm gonna do a little time traveling because i'm gonna say all my things about ceo and then we'll just end it with the fighter fest review um so basically i decided to it was only five dollar entry fee uh get into playing some Puyo Puyo Tetris and uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris is two games into one Puyo Puyo and Tetris what's Puyo Puyo okay the best way I can describe it it's a puzzle game same in the same vein as Tetris where you're dropping pieces and you're trying to make things disappear so you have two different colored like beans or Puyos have you you know what have you Um, they come down and they have two different colors and you're trying to match four and you're trying the best strategy is to make a combo so you'll match four and then they'll drop touching another four connecting another four they'll drop and connecting the floor they'll drop and then you connect more and more combos and then when you do that um basically you're sending 
bad Puyos over to the opponent's side, which will stack and make it harder for them to come up with combos. Basically just ruin your life. Basically ruin your life. And then the Tetris aspect of it is the same thing. Tetris, when you're creating, um, uh, when the more blocks you get rid of at once or more uh, special techniques called T-spins or whatever that's, that's technical, you're basically sending more Tetris blocks there, making it harder and making it higher on the screen and then basically making your opponent lose. Puyo Puyo Tetris, we played swap mode where you literally play 20, I think it's like 20 seconds or 25, 25. seconds. It's 25 seconds of one and then in the middle of it, it swaps to the other one. So you have two boards going at once. You're playing two games, uh, at, you know, at one one point in time, and it's you gotta swaps. do good on both of them. And you got to do good on both of them. So I don't know how to play Puyo at all, but I figured out like a dumb person strategy where, and I'm colorblind, so that's not gonna help. So I can't tell the different colored beans. So I just put all the Puyos on one side because. You only lose when your Puyos are all the way to the top in one section, but X. every other section is fine to be stacked as high as it can. It can go past the screen and everything, which is fine. So with that being said, I move them all to one side and they usually randomly connect themselves. So when I do make a, a, a connection and do, I do like a three or four combo, no problem. What, but these people can do five, six, seven combos, which is like you basically won because they'll send so many fucking po bad Puyos on, on the opponent's side that they lose in like two turns. Um, so I entered the tournament. I tried to get some practice in throughout the week because our, our, my tournament was that Sunday and I decided to do it that Friday. Um, I don't know like I, I was confident because during casuals I was beating some people you know so I just gave myself a little bit of confidence but then he was getting your ass with the points at one point like you go against certain people that just know how to play this game because they're doing shit that doesn't make any sense where I, like in Puyo they, they know how to play Puyo so I'm like I don't I don't know so I expect them to beat me but Tetris I feel like I was really good in but they were playing Tetris the way you should in this particular mode and game and i just i couldn't compete yeah. the good news is i didn't lose terribly i did beat two people it was a double elimination tournament so i went two and two i beat somebody sent them to the losers and then my next match i lost so i was in losers and then in my losers match i went against somebody i sent him to i sent him home because when you're in losers bracket if you lose, that's your last life. And then finally I went against somebody and he beat the shit out of me. So the people that beat me beat the shit out of me. And the people that I beat, I beat the shit out of them. So it's like I only know how to be casuals <laughs> even though I'm semi-casual. And uh, yeah. But I was happy that I finally got to went to a CEO. And I mean, I'm happy to be at CEO and then keep that going. So I feel like every year I need to compete. I agree. You know, well, you didn't compete at all this year. Oh, uh, no, I didn't because I didn't play and nothing at all. You've like, competed the past couple of years. I have because I literally had one job that was pretty 
pretty rad, you know, pretty good. And I, it gave me at least three, four days of spare time. So you were playing. And I was, yeah, I was playing a lot more. But, you know, I picked up more work now. So it's like I'll play a good uh, adventure game, one-player game, a shooter game, do a quick rounds. But fighting game, yeah, I faded, I faded from it. I mean, Tekken is still my game, and I'll still, you know, have that memory for it. At least for those few characters that I play with. Because then I play the arcade and it's different on arcade and joystick. But either it's something in your mind that you'll be like, alright, I'm going to bust his ass with this move. And it works. Yeah. So it's like, it'll start coming back to you. But I think if I were to practice a little bit more, I, I'd be confident enough to join a tournament. But it's like, uh, are they going to come out with another Tekken? Is Tekken going to ride out another year? And then they're going to do something? Because it's like, Tekken 7's been popping for what four years five years yeah, a very long time yeah because i know just... when we went three years back you know harada was over there and then mm -hmm. it was like it was epic they were just leaking the akuma version or yeah because before akuma wasn't even part of it it was just like do we make him a dlc or do we make him like a main character and then he ended up being like a main person part of the storyline and it was yeah. like oh you guys went that direction and then it's just like, okay, you know, only certain people got to play that version. And then from there, okay, eventually came out. And it's like, what? Yeah, over three years. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I think it was still fun. And then, so CEO event this year, rating and, 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 and all, all in all, I'm glad it's in this venue. I mean, it's only, it, you know, it's a little bit of a drive for me. Even though it was more of a drive when I lived in South Florida and came to Orlando constantly. But it was like such a planned trip that and it was such, such a nice resort that we like planned it, you know, the best way. But, you know, last minute what we did, I think it was fine. Yeah, the wrestling was good. But OK, that. so let's 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 switch it on to gears, uh, switch gears and talk more about what happened on this year's uh, wrestling event. So. So technically, I'm gonna rate that as a, as a separate thing and as a whole. Um, um, so that day that we went was Saturday, and uh, we they finally opened the doors to the arena side, which was pretty awesome. Like the arena was Colorful. decent sized. Colorful. They set it up nice, right? Like yeah. they had the ring. They had an awesome like. It know. almost looked like a SummerSlam event. Like, yeah. It was like they had the rubber duck. Well, in the, pool. the whole joy, the whole joke is it was called Fighter Fest, but Fighter was spelled F Y T E R Fest. That was making fun of the uh, Netflix documentary of the Fire Festival, F Y R E Festival. Where like Ja Rule and some white guy uh, kind of scam a bunch of other rich white people out of their money by putting together a uh, uh, a concert that was more low budget and never really happened and had people like think that they're going to be in villas and all this other shit and they were in like tents being served cheese sandwiches thinking that they're going to eat like fancy ass food thinking that bands are going to be there and they weren't but they were really like stranded on an island. <laughs> it was it was a shit show so they basically were kind of like going off that vibe so they started off with like models you know coming in and fighter fest and then they started taking them away because their budget was uh was low and then they started like uh you know the tents and stuff they started throwing out they had a band they had band equipment no band i kind of get it now 
what the the the, the joke oh no no you get we have to watch that he didn't you didn't watch the um that documentary so you don't get yeah, that they're a parroting off of so i think the best way to, for us to go about doing it um is go show for uh event for event uh and then just like you know say what we, we thought about it from what we remember i mean it's only what two days ago <laughs> is our memories fr- fresh in our head so for now <laughs> so uh we had decent seats too like and again the whole the whole venue was put in a way where i was like and it doesn't matter where you really sit i mean it's nice to sit you either sit really good up front and you get really good seats or you sit in the back and you still because that arena was connected to like the whole the whole yeah the arena was in the same venue as the like um, you're taking a sky view it was a lot of ground covered oh yeah it's huge it's a convention center but that's why it's here because you know there's no space for 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 him to fill that up Oh yeah, it's impressive. Oh yeah, I mean there was a good amount of people that were for CEO and this event, but there was also Staff a good amount alone. of people that were just for AEW, and they had no idea anything about the actual uh, fighting game tournament that's coincided with it. Yeah. I mean both were branded on the uh, on the shirts, on the on, on the, the ring aprons. Uh, they had CEO cross, you know, AEW. Like, there's a lot of staff on the CEO. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I looked throughout the whole hotel. Everybody had a CEO staff. So, um, it took, I'm uh, just letting you guys know, too. I, I've been to plenty of wrestling events also. So, I've, I've, I've seen my fair share of WWE's, Raw's, SmackDown's, and even like I've been to a high school gym, which had a indie promotion. So, I'll be very honest with you, after, you know, out of all my like WWE events, I've only seen like Raws and SmackDown. I haven't seen pay-per-views, but, and then I would say like, I favor the indie promotions a little bit more. They just do more fun stuff. Like it's just fun. Yeah. And, uh, we'll start off with the, with the first, um, so they have, so the way AEW usually does things is that they have the pre-show, which they call the buy-in. So the buy-in was um, they opened up with this match with Private Party. It's a three. It's a three-way um, tag team group. Uh, three three tag teams are fighting at once. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And the way it works is that they have to tag um, each other. You know, like any. It's weird. It's hard to explain a three-way tag. Is that I can tag an opponent, or an ta- opponent can tag me to go in but there's only two people at the ring at once or supposed to be and then if anybody gets if, if anybody pins anybody whoever pins you know anybody that opponent, no if, if i pin an opponent then you know it doesn't have to be they're not like eliminated you just win so you don't have you can lose without being pinned you know what i'm saying i get it so the 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 group was private party versus scu versus best friends so private party was two two dudes um they look like a bunch of party guys it was like i think i don't know if i've ever seen them before because i'm usually know these like i don't know any of these uh wrestlers but i would dare say that 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 opening match was amazing it was because i mean i only knew like one of them to be like the scu and like i already knew 
and, and uh, uh, so I didn't know the other one, so it was like private party actually kind of you know impressed me. I was like, okay, they're just you know yeah, they're a bunch off. of party guys, you yeah, know? just goofing off and you know being theatrical. But then like when when he got on the turnbuckle and just flew in there and did, did just like backwards swan top, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, they I was were just like, oh, okay. really showing off some stuff. And then they best friends that. was a weird group, bunch <sighs> of dudes who like to give each other theatrical hugs. I mean, I got the crowd hands. going, but I mean, uh, yeah. So next. at the end of the day, they won. Best friends won, which was you know kind of like disappointing, stolen. very yeah. disappointing. And then they had like that weird promo with this other group called like Smash. I think they're called the Smash Brothers or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, they're uh, the minions and dark minion people, and the yeah, lights went about, off. I, don't know if it was the I really didn't get what was going on because I don't know the storyline. So. That was like the first pre-show, but wrestling-wise, is entertaining as fuck. Like, what a yeah. good way to start off the match. I like, I like when the lights go off. It's like, oh, what's happening? Um, but yeah, that was an awesome uh, show. So the other, the next pre-show match was uh, Ali versus Leva Bates, the librarian. You might as well skip that one because that was that was a beer break. That was it bad. was a so basically there's a char- there's two characters. The whole point is that they're making fun of like back in the day when they would make have like gimmicks like you, what what is your like where wrestlers had jobs and all wrestlers would have like a job like oh I'm a construction worker and that's what I do. The construction worker. Yeah. And like then it. like you know and then you have like oh I'm the the, the garbage man and what's his gimmick? Just taking bring- out the trash. Yeah. Like that shit. So they have a character, a girl character, who her gimmick is a librarian. And they also have a guy character whose gimmick is also a librarian. I hated him. And it was just rough. And we got beers. And we, Allie won. Which made sense because she definitely looked like more of a wrestler. Yeah, but they, I mean, the wrestling wasn't terrible. It's just that... It was kind of like a checkout moment because it was yeah. very gimmicky. and You would lose the crowd with that one. Well, that brings me on to my next uh, <laughs> match from the pre-show, which is a hardcore match, which is a rematch between Michael Nakazawa and Alex Jibaley, the CEO of CEO, which was more for, I guess, the fans that were there obviously for the event of ceo he so again it was fun like it was a fun watch and it just shows like kind of like what aew is kind of bringing to the table it's kind of like brings all elements and for the most part it's all fun but it was silly that hardcore match jabaley yeah. my i tip my hat to you to trying your hardest on uh entering the ring and and just really do something that you know that that you don't do, which is wrestle, and it kind of showed because. Oh, there will be a compilation video coming soon. The but... wrestling chops were uh, were something else. I think the flamingo one was the funniest one. I'll just put my head under here. <laughs> so like they had a lot of spots in this one where like uh, Alex Jabail because so like Nak- Michael Nakazawa obviously has some fun, funny, silly fucking parts. Like he whips out baby oil and oils himself up to slip out of a of a of a hold. It was funny yet suspect, but yeah. Yeah, and then like Jabali was going under the ring and throwing GameCube controllers, Xbox controllers into the ring, 
and like getting choked by him. Like there was a video game. Like this is just like a lot of like, ah, ah, ah. I mean, you know, like you, like you said, there was like inflatable flamingos being like attacked, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Poor flamingo. And, uh, there was uh, like, you know, when they do like hardcore matches and they dump thumbtacks, there was like buttons, like fighting game buttons, like, arcade stick buttons with alex jabelli's face on it that were being uh spread on the floor and then uh slammed onto and then they also had oh a fight justin wong uh gave uh alex a fight stick to slam onto the back of uh michael nakazawa there was a kendo stick that happened too the kendo stick was good it was it was whatever like it was it was cool like as far as like an AEW match, yikes, you know, as far as like a CEO, like, look what we have done. Look how we promoted both worlds. I, I get it. And it's, it was cool. But that was it for the pre, pre-show. Yeah. After that, we had, um, oh, what's his name? I think it's Sima. Does they say Sima? Or, I don't know who it is, unfortunately. But he's, he's, they had him versus Christopher Daniels, another member from SCU. And then they had a really straightforward wrestling match. Very entertaining, like as far yeah, as like cool. moves and, and them doing their thing. Didn't really know much storylines because I'm very unfamiliar with both wrestlers, but it was cool because they were, they, they just both did a really good job. Just like, you know, kind of, it was a good start to the, the main card. Just kind of like showing you like, okay, we're, we're, we're back. We're back from being silly. Um, I liked it. After that, then there was a, a, a three-way fight with a three-way, three-way female wrestling match between Ryo, a Japanese wrestler, um, Yuka uh, Sakazaki, which another female wrestler, and then uh, Nyla Rose. The Beast. Yes. Which is a uh, big ass, like you could tell, like power wrestler. Like she's the Amazon com- bitch. This she bitch is huge, huge compared to these little Japanese she- wrestlers. It was cool because in the beginning they did that little thing where like we're gonna we're both small and she's big. Let's team up to take her out, and they did. You know, at least that's how it was. Yeah, that's how it started, and then eventually they did turn on each other, like I expected, and. And at the end of the day, like, yo, Nyla did some crazy ass shit. She grabbed one person, like they did like a crossbody from the top rope and she grabbed him. And then the next person was going to do a crossbody. She grabbed her too, like stacked, like, and then, yeah, she's strong. She's strong as shit. At the end of the day, uh, Rio defeated, um, Nyla and Suzuki. They could, she pen. Says Suzuki. Sakazaki, yeah, Yuka, Yuka. (laughs) He's like, yeah, she she wanted a Suzuki. What? (laughs) I didn't see that part. Um, no, it was entertaining though because it's like these little Chinese Japanese women just jumping in the air. Just it was just like everyone's flying everywhere. It was fun. I love the the really big fucking wrestlers versus little tiny wrestlers, and then just seeing what happens. There was a six one nine at some point. I did see that. Yeah, she did. That was cool. After that was uh, our uh, third match into the main card, which was a four fatal four way match 
between um, Adam Page, MJF, Maxwell, Jacob Friedman, who was the heel, who cut a promo as soon as he got in, and I thought it was a great heel. Making fun of all the video gamers. He's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I used to play video games too, and then I lost my virginity. He was cool, but I meant like he was saying some dirtbag shit though. Yeah. That was so good. He was also saying like, what are they? he he said something about like, I think he's telling the crowd like your mom should have swallowed and shit like that. Like it definitely like hardcore shit he was saying. Yeah, he definitely he definitely touched that uh, nerd spectrum, yep. nerd bullying. Then you had Jungle Boy. Who entered the ring on top of uh, Luchasaurus? <laughs> Jungle Boy is exactly what you think. It's a dude who looks like Tarzan. Like it's a little younger dude who got long curly hair and he fights in brown skibbies. Yeah, basically. Um, and then Jimmy Hammett, uh, Jimmy Havoc. I think he's underrated. I think he's underrated too, right? I, he I came in. Like... He looked like Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Yeah. And he. He looks like somebody I want to see more of. Like, I feel like in the fight, he should keep his mask on still. No, it's okay. Like, like he, I don't mind him taking it off, but I feel like... Definitely has a whole get-up from Hot Topic, but... Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. And then you had Adam Page, who was raw as fuck. I feel like his song needs to be chained to Old Town Road. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he'd get a... A good diverse crowd to actually his go move in. where he does like a little flip into the ring and then does like a fucking like like a fucking and then he kind of like walked he, he kind of walked in like a ghetto stone cold yeah but he's but he's he's his attitude's not really like that but he I know cool his attitude now but he definitely walked in like he was stone cold which was cool MJF had an awesome like I can't stand this guy. He, he just did everything like to make I feel everybody like hate him. Stephen Smith and ESPN right now when it comes to this. But he's doing his guy. job. He's making you hate hate him. It's it's oh my god. He's like that one douche in your classroom that you just want to hit. Okay. You know he's the one that you sell basically double price for drugs. Like <laughs> like he needs uh, kill himself. One Bye. thing I did also notice that it's like so old school that I haven't seen in a while that we. I think from the beginning they started talking about is they they announced time limits like they they say that they have a time limit for every match so they'll say this match is meant for 20 minutes this match meant 30 minutes and then they'll give you like a 10 minute warning and then a five minute warning I'm glad because I kind of wanted to know how long we've been staring at this yeah and it's like oh okay 20 minutes passed great I can't get that back or like you know that's it or oh, i hope it doesn't end soon you know yeah so it's it's interesting for them to announce the time limits but i was okay with it uh adam page obviously won that uh which is good he deserved it oh yeah well because they're trying to set him up because he won last the pay-per-view like their version of like the royal rumble he set up to go against the champion of uh or for the championship and it's supposed to be him versus chris jericho for the champion Nice. Which is going to be very interesting. The second to last, uh, uh, well, the, the fourth, actually, the fourth match on the card was Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allen. We know Cody Rhodes from the WWE. He's Goldust's brother. He's Dusty Rhodes' son. And, uh, you know, he's pretty much, 
you know, like the Triple H of AEW, considering he's wrestling and he's like part, like owner of. And the, I kind of like that character. From, like I like how he's both. Yeah, he came out with his wife, uh, Brandy. Brandy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brandy with the yammies. <laughs> What'd you think about Darby Allen? I feel like him and Jimmy Havoc need to team up. Yeah, you think so? They have the same vibe. I, but what did you think about different. his wrestling, though? Darby's wrestling skills. Is- I thought it was acrobatic. It was really good, and it was like somewhat because he like- was way smaller than Cody. Yeah, and you were like, you did go look in this ring. And you're like, Cody's not losing this. I felt like he had some vault. Cody's though. big. Like he started fighting like Valdo from SoCal. A little point. bit, right? Like he, he like was just had getting a stance. all creepy. Yeah, like he was just standing. Like he that. has half of his pa- face painted, but he's a smaller guy. But yeah. he did some spot. Yo, what about that elbow drop? That's pretty good. Remember that? No, the one that he. So basically, like on the side on the ring, the, the ring apron. I thought he died. Like, uh, yeah. He basically Cody was laying down on the side on outside the ring on the the other at the edge, and Darby went for an elbow drop, but Cody wasn't there, and he landed right onto the side of like on his spine, like like what they what they say is the hardest part of the ring, and like then he fell out the ring. I'm like, he's dead. This guy's dead, or at least paralyzed. I thought they were gonna drag him on a stretcher. Like to be honest, there was like a couple of moments where I was like. Yo, I don't care if that's fake or not. I know you're in pain. Oh, that shit yeah. had the fuck. Oh, hurt. what about when Cody threw him into the turnbuckle and he fell out? Oh yeah, onto the floor. That shoulder damage right there. I was like, what? Like he's he's literally light as shit. So I felt like he was just like getting dish ragged at one point, and like when he jumped over it, I really felt like he fucked himself up. Yeah. Like I don't care what we saw is what we saw, and you didn't land on no fat part of your body or another hell no that should look like you landed death center in your spine and went blah like i felt like that one part of mortal kombat when they do the x-rays like i felt like that happened oh yeah and then darby came into the ring with a body bag (laughs) he put the jason move like put him in and just beat his ass oh yeah well he put he put the body bag but he ended up being put in it (laughs) because cody put him in and did his move and then he started beating him with his belt Oh my god, yeah, that that brought back memories. It's like you just literally whooped his ass. Yeah, I felt like like when you're little and, you and that hey, you can't off. fake a, you can't fake getting hit by a belt. You just have to take that. No, there's no fake in it. Then no. hit him. Just, you saw the redness. <laughs> yeah, like he did. He whipped him like like he owed him money. Well, <laughs> crazily enough, though, as it, it came down to the last final seconds, and Cody had. Uh, Darby pinned but did not get the three count in time and the a 20, new challenger the 20, the 20 minute time limit caused it to be a, a draw so that the time limits actually you got to get the job done or or it's going to be a draw and then out of nowhere a my new, boy Sean Spears comes out I was Miss aka Ty Dillinger perfect 10 he comes out with a chair Oh yeah, and fucking lands the most vicious. Haven't seen it since the Attitude Era fucking chair shots on Cody, the boss of the company, which split his fucking head open and he looked concussed, for sure, like the back of his head, now gushing blood. Now, do you really think that he hit him for real? Yeah, it was awful. That there was, was a lot of blood. I mean, it was a lot, like of a pool too. It was like a bah! on the back of his head. Yeah. 
I mean, it really wasn't on the back of his head, but it just kind of like wrapped around on the back. It of wrapped his around head. the back of his head. Like <laughs> it was like a fucking domino effect. <laughs> I didn't expect that shit at all. Nah, that looked. And I then know. like all the wrestlers came to Cody's like rescue because he's the boss, and like MJF like pushed people aside <laughs> to like yeah. caress his boy. Yeah. Be like, are you okay? <laughs> I figured you'd do something like that. So that was funny. Uh, and then the last official match of the evening was Ken- no was Kenny Omega, oh, yeah. the Young Bucks versus uh, the Lucha Brothers and uh, Lorado Kid. Yes. So this one was hype. This this was a good memorable a memorable match. High octane. It was as good as the first. Great match. Easter eggs. It was so basically. <laughs> You had the uh, the Lucha Brothers come out. They're awesome. Pentagon Junior looking raw as fuck. Phoenix yeah, got, looking raw. They got a strong fuck. reputation. Very L- strong. Lorado Kid, uh, he was last minute because originally it was supposed to be somebody else, um, but they they ended up filling the gap with another Luchador, which was awesome. Uh, but then the Young Bucks had a very special. So early on to the match, I mean early on to the the pay per view. They were talking about like making jokes about the fighter festival, you know, losing money and not having enough money. But Kenny did make it a point say that we they blew all the money on their costumes. So their gear that they were gonna wear into the ring. So the young bucks come out and uh, dressed up as Ryu and Ken, and Ken from Street Fighter, full getup, like just you know, <laughs> Street Fighter music. And then there was they they pulled a, a scene that happened in WWE a long time ago. One time they showed like a I don't know if you ever seen it Batista's like uh, in like in the backstage getting ready for a match, and then a fan like kind of like cuts in front of the camera and starts like doing like machine gun like you know like gestures and like dancing, and then runs off before and, and then security was trying to chase him. Like that was like a real thing. So they did that that they recreated that so like that one dude was just like ran up in front of them like in on on the on the main stage and he just starts like doing the stupid thing the lights shut off and then you hear like the raging demon like attack noises and then the lights come back on kenny omega's there with red hair his hair tied up and he's got fucking akumba symbol on his uh painted on his back so you have Akuma, Ryu, and Ken, and they they come out to fight the <laughs> the the Lucha Brothers, which was the fight was crazy. The yeah, shit I got they a lot did, good, they I did got a lot of good footage on that one. That so one, many good things. Yeah, that one was good. Oh, it was so good. Uh, at the end, uh, Kenny Omega took it home for all of them. He he uh, ended up doing his uh, V trigger and his uh, a few times, <laughs> his, yeah. And then he did did the oh they even did a Hadoukens in the ring. Yes, he did. They did they did three Hadoukens and it was just <sighs> yeah. He did his uh, finishing move, the one winged angel, and he took it home and won. And then that was the end of the official AEW match. And then they had at the end an unsanctioned match where they bring out John Moxley a used to be known as Dean, Dean Ambrose, Ambrose in the yeah. WWE and going against uh, the bad boy Joey Janela Woo! <laughs> so basically you have Joey Janela who is you know thinks highly of himself and uh, going against uh, John Moxley who's 
on one a, sick fuck. He is on a high, and they basically have a hardcore match. Uh, there was tables, there was barbed wire, there was chairs wrapped in barbed wire, there was uh, what else was it? Tax. There lot was of tax. oh my god, it was hardcore as fuck. Yeah. They just uh there's a lot of blood and gore and everything like they were fucking each other up and that thing man no it kind of it, it got a little intense at one point it was like they went in the crowd yeah they fought in the crowd at one point the they were just throwing each other everywhere it was just crazy like it was an awesome end to the fucking the, the night with them all fucking bashing each other it was it was nuts they also had um uh, they had uh, just what else? Did they, they had a part where Moxley takes off Joey Janela's shoes and slams him feet down onto the thumbtacks. Oh yeah! And you just see his. Oh, he had like three, four alone on his heel. Oh. And, he, and then at one point when like he got up a little bit, you could see him picking them off his feet, and I'm like, ah, that's that's crazy. That sounds awful. And then you know. Moxie, Mox actually reminds me of Kano. Why? Mortal Kombat. I don't know. It's like facial hair and the way he makes his crazy face like he's on one. And it's like, if you were to put just like a metal thing, like he could have played Kano if you wanted to do something like that. I'm down with that. I'm down with John Moxie being Kano. He's crazy. He's sick yeah. fuck. He definitely. He one is. Yeah, yeah. The crowd was chanting. You sick fuck. Yeah, you sick, you fuck, sick fuck when fuck. he would do things and he'd bow like, I'm honored. I'm honored to have that name. But I I like his character though. It suits him. Oh yeah. Like you you I, you had to remind me that he was Dean Ambrose. I knew Dean Ambrose and I yeah, was but he wasn't that, wild like this. He exactly. wasn't set free. Yeah, he was he was cool. He was still a good wrestler, but it was like, okay, I'll forget. But then now it's like Mox Mox, he's gonna kill you. Yep. It's like, oh, that's good. So he ends up winning the match. He did his he did dirty deeds right onto the tax and he spits a tack out he got one tack that. that was in his mouth and he spits it out I like shut the fuck up because it was two bags of thumbtacks it was a lot so much they gave us everything that we wanted in a hardcore match which is awesome there it, was a there was a ladder too yeah. yeah there was a ladder i forgot yeah and he jumped off yeah bad boy jumped off hell yeah joey janela did his thing he did i give him props because he took an ass whooping then he had to fight barefoot for the remaining of the fight. Oh, my God. Which sucked, too. Yeah, that's And sucks. then so Moxley wins, but then as he's walking off on, you know, down the middle, fucking Kenny Omega is t- getting his revenge. What a flying knee. Yo, the v- flying V-trigger. Yeah, that was actually... He was... He caught airtime. Like, he really did that well. <laughs> he like, he's fucking, like... <sighs> he fucked him up. So, um... Yeah, uh, <laughs> they and basically Kenny was getting his revenge because what ended up happening at Double or Nothing, their first pay per view event, Moxley debuted himself and did a uh, a move to Kenny on top of a stack of chips that uh, props that were in you know the arena, and then so Kenny starts fucking him up. And, they became like, a, another hardcore trash match, by the way. cans and just beat guitars. The shit out of him. Yeah. Hit his ass with a guitar. Basically, basically like making himself look really strong for like his, his upcoming fights. Cause boy, Kenny was raw as fuck that night. He did his thing. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he definitely he definitely turned up. So good. 
So all in all, what do you think of uh, a your first AEW wrestling uh, event? It was awesome. Don't forget we had honorable mentions. What was that? Like the camera guy falling in the pool. Oh yeah, there's a camera guy who fell in the pool like during that Priceless. shuffle. He Priceless. totally fell. <laughs> that wasn't planned. He fucking he his was mad. Face, his <laughs> face was priceless. He didn't expect that. <laughs> the tent that almost flew into the crowd. Yes, the the, the tent that they was they're moving the tent away. It almost like took some air and yeah, it did. That would have been crazy. It really did. But yeah, it was it was awesome. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm 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 going I'm going in on AEW. Actually, I will also have um the I'll be going to the next event that they have in Jacksonville. So that's gonna be exciting. Um, but yeah, I definitely go again. I mean, I feel like CEO was good, but I feel like AEW was better. Oh yeah, it really made this trip. Uh, I'm excited. I'm happy we did it. And I'm happy that you came along with me to experience it. Mm. And uh, like I said, I don't really want to go on too long about it. This this episode is real a lot different than um, than the other ones. Uh, just pretty much talking about one topic, which is just basically our trip. Um, but uh, I think you know, I think uh, I'm gonna gonna probably try to go again next year and really try to get into a fighting game this way i can really enjoy my ceo experience i did feel like i i didn't appreciate ceo as much as i did not any faults to ceo at all it's more of faults of my own no yeah i think if i go again i'll be into a fighting game and do yeah because i really want to be a part of the community and I'd running into some people that i saw was really nice and uh you know i just want to be able to, to to be talk shop and be like yeah i know everything about this game not knowing about it and kind of like avoiding it and just you yeah, know we just being up. there. There's a couple things we could touch. Was up fine, on. but I can only if I'm just gonna be there, I might as well just be there just for one day. But we were, you know, and that's kind of like what we did because we kind of left early Sunday and there was finals, so you know we didn't really get to see much of these finals. So it wasn't a bad thing though. I don't think so. Still had fun, but I still had fun. Well, thank you for doing this podcast with me. Thank you for having me. Um, I don't know if there's anything new going on with you or you want to discuss, or but if uh, now would be the time to do it. Well, I'm heading back to Hollywood, which I got to go back to Miami as well because I'm going straight to work. Mm-hmm. I Are got you still, still in the DJing game, sir? Keeping yep, it? Yep, still DJing. I mean, my week is definitely hectic. Fourth of July is coming up, and there will be a lot to do on Fourth of Yeah. We're going to make this money and uh, come back and do a couple more podcasts and then, you know, just find out some new adventures. Just turn up. Stay tuned. Yeah, nice. All right, man. Well, thanks for being on it with me. And uh, I love the fact that we got to experience this this year. I came so super excited for two weeks from now when I'll be going to the Jacksonville event, Fight for the Fall on AEW. And stay tuned folks we'll have normal episodes coming back i just wanted to put out a a little like special episode where you guys see what i've been up to uh also stay tuned on on youtube because i will be putting a little quick little recap clip of just pretty much just what ceo looked like from my perspective i had a little camcorder that i had not the best quality but i just wanted to put together a little compilation video of 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 that some good highlights yeah just to see it's nothing crazy but you know it was fun Alrighty, thank you guys and remember to follow those signs and always remember 
don't feed the animals. All around, we talk a lot of junk. Yeah, you vibing with us now. Build something from the ground up. Yeah, we like to clown, talk about some real stuff. Yeah, something profound. It's a pleasure that you're hearing us. Wouldn't mess around. It's a topic of discussion worth talking. That we bust and put a nail in the coffin. If you love it, then you love it. If you don't, don't mean nothing. Still bring it to the public. Uh, yeah, don't feed the animals, put them in a cage. They couldn't handle truth. We gonna bust out the gate like some cannibals. Same face, same channel, messing with the tune. A bunch of idiots stuck in one room. Can't take us serious. You love what we feeding you. I'm with the show. Yeah, proceed with the interview. Local celebrities, nice toy from your cereal. Uh.